Hey friends, welcome to Finally Out with Friends. My name is Ryan, my pronouns are he, him. And this is B, she, her, and together we hope to create a welcoming and safe space for anyone who needs to take a breath and finally be out with friends. Trigger warning. This episode deals with cults and mentions sexual assault. If these are topics you do not feel comfortable listening to or will upset you, take care of yourself and we will catch you in the next one. Today, we want to discuss the bite model, which we have referenced a few times in previous episodes. Um, We wanted to release this before releasing our first interview, which is um, with a friend of mine who was in a cult in college. According to the wiki, the the word cult is a term for a relatively small group, which is typically led by a charismatic and self-appointed leader who tightly controls its members, requiring unwavering devotion to a set of beliefs and practices which are considered deviant or outside the norms of society. But to be clear, not all cults are small. The term cult can be considered derogatory or offensive when used on someone who may be in a cult. Um, Though some cults be like, oh yeah, we're a cult, so the members don't uh, they wear, be like... They wear it proudly? Yeah, something like that. And they're like, oh, people are going to say you're in a cult, so, you know, you're in a cult. But cults have been also called high control groups when they are not necessarily religious-based. There are thousands of cults around the world, and they can range in size from small local groups to international organizations with millions of followers. This is certainly not to say that any group fits into that box are cults. Not all religions are cults. Not all group gatherings are cultish. I just want to be clear on this. However, some groups that have been labeled as cult-like are those such as the Manson family, Jonestown, Heaven's Gate, the Moonies, Children's of God, or the Warren Jeffs Fundamental Church. There are so many more than just that short list, but I'm sure you get the point. I would say all of those are cults and not just cult-like. So how do you know if a group is a cult? Dr. Stephen Hassan, who is a former member of the Unification Church, also known as the the Moonies, is an author about and mental health counselor who specializes in cults and new religious movement. He has worked to develop a program in the late 70s, uh, but since has advanced non-coercive forms of exit counseling. He was a deep deprogrammer in the 70s. And deprogramming is a very controversial tactic that is used to try to dissuade someone from their strongly held convictions, uh, such as their religious beliefs. A person who is hired to deprogram someone is often a relative of the quote unquote programmed person. They're usually forced to undergo a type of procedure that could last days or weeks, and it's usually against their will. Their methods are very extreme. could be that could start off with kidnapping all the way to the use of actual violence to try to deprogram them. Uh, Dr. Hassan's now preferred approach, exit counseling, is a form of family initiated interventions, but distinguishes itself by 
allowing the subject to leave at any time by adopting a nonviolent persuasive approach in his book, Combating Cult Mind Control, written in 1988. Sand states that although non-coercive approach um, would not work in every case, the approach it has proved to be the most uh, family preferred option. Forcible intervention can be kept as a last resort. And actually he was, uh, his like parents took him not against his will, um, but to deprogrammers and like former members of the Moonies. And the father said, if you go to this and after it, you still want to go back, I will drive you back. Really? So he agreed to go. Yeah. Wow. To go. I did read that he was Jewish before he was in the Unification Church. And then since he has been out of it, he has also reverted back to Judaism. Um, yeah. Now, all of that to say, Dr. Hassan created the bite model of authoritarian control to describe cults, specific methods to recruit and maintain control over people. BITE stands for Behavior Control, Information Control, Thought for Control, and Emotion Control. Let's break down these examples. The goals of each of these categories is to make the person or persons depend on the leader and the compliance towards the rules. Not all apply to every group. There are other ways of controlling that may not be on this list. So these are examples that I took directly from his website. So behavioral control could be things such as dictating where, how, and with whom the member lives with, associates with, or can completely isolate the member. How, when, and whom the member has sex with, who they can marry, if they have to ask for permission to marry, controlling the type of clothing or hairstyles, financially exploiting them, restricting their leisure time, or how much time is spent with the group, rewards or punishments to modify behavior and action, punishments such as beating, torture, sexually assaulting, branding or tattooing, threatening to harm family members or friends, or straight up imprisonment, and there are so many more. Information control can include deception, such as deliberately withholding information, Distorting information to make it more uh, acceptable or systematically lying to the members. Minimize or discourage access to non-cult resources and information, which can include the internet, TV, radio, books, newspapers, former members controlling the use of cell phones. They can ensure that this information is not freely accessible. Um, control information. Um, at different levels um, within the group, allowing only leadership to decide who needs to know what and when. They could encourage spying on other members, imposing a buddy system to monitor, uh, control members, reporting deviant thoughts, feelings, and actions to leaders. They could use information generated within a group by their own leaders. They could use information oh, news, by their own newsletters, magazines, audio tapes, videotapes, movies, other forms of media. 
they could misquote statements or use them out of context from non-cult sources. Thought control could be such things as requiring members to internalize the group's doctrine as truth, such as adopting the group's version of reality, instilling black and white thinking, what they have decided between good versus evil, or an us versus them type of thinking. Changing the person's name and identity, encouraging only good and proper thoughts. Memories can be manipulated and false memories can be created. Teaching thought-stopping techniques, which shut down reality testing by stopping negative thoughts and allowing only positive thoughts, including denial, rationalization, justification, or wishful thinking. Chanting, meditating, praying, speaking in tongues, singing or humming, rejecting rational analysis, critical thinking, constructive criticism. They can forbid critical questions about leaders, the doctrine, or even the policies. Emotional control can be manipulative and narrow the range of feelings um, and emotions or needs are deemed evil, wrong, selfish, teaching emotion, stopping techniques to block feelings, anger, doubt, and homesickness, make a person feel the problems are always their own fault, promoting feelings of guilt, unworthiness, such as identity, guilt, not having living up to your potential, or past your thoughts, feelings, or actions are irrelevant or selfish, instilling Fear such as fear of thinking independently outside the world, enemies losing their salvation, leaving or being shunned by a group, others' disapproval, extremes of emotional highs and lows, love bombing, um, praising one's moment, then one moment, and then declaring you're a horrible sinner the next. Uh, ritualistic and sometimes public confessions of sins are used. The bite model is to be used with another called the influence continuum. The influence continuum is another framework created again by Dr. Hassan to help explain the different techniques and levels of influence that individuals or groups may use. The influence continuum in the influence continuum, there's a wide spectrum of what's healthy and what's unhealthy influence. This is broken down into constructive slash healthy to destructive slash unhealthy. An individual constructive slash healthy could include authentic self, unconditional love, compassion, uh, creative and humor, free will or critical thinking. On the other side of that, destructive or unhealthy could include false identity, um, conditional love, hate, doctrine, um, fear and guilt, dependency, or obedience. For leaders, constructive and healthy could include psychologically healthy knows their own limits, empowers individuals, they're trustworthy, accountable, or the destructive or unhealthy can look like narcissistic, psychopathic, elitist, grandiose, power hungry, secretive, deceptive, and or claims absolute authority. 
for organizations or relationship. Constructive, healthy could include, uh, I don't know how to say that. Okay, checks and checks and balances, information, consent, um, individuality, diversity, the means to create and encourage growth, free will, destructive, healthy can be authoritarian structure, deceptive and manipulative, clone people and justify means, own power, and no legitimate reason to leave. Dr. Hassan has also uh, his own podcast called The Influence Continuum. I've listened to a few of the episodes and it's worth a listen if these are topics that interest you. On his website, freedomofmind.com, you can listen to his podcast, see the bite model, the influence continuum, and his books are also listed there. He also offers services that can include counseling, professional training, plus webinars. We will link his website below so you'll have easier access to it. Most of the information from today's podcast has also came from that website. Honestly, there are so many more examples, but these are just some of the ones be found on freedomofmind.com website. Now, not every call is going to fit these descriptions. Maybe they only mark off a few in each box or skip a box altogether. The major takeaway should be if you are thinking you could possibly be in a cult, you probably are. So now we're going to discuss Twin Flames Universe, which I feel checks off so many boxes. And the uh, documentary, documentary series, Amazon's Prime, Desperately Seeking Soulmates, Escaping the Twins Flame Universe, and Netflix Escaping Twin Flame. Wikipedia states Twin Flame Universe, or TFU, is an American cult run by Jeff and Shalia. What's her name? Shalia. Shalia Divine. The group's practices based on elements of New Age spiritualism regarding soulmates, popularized, popularized in the 2000s, have been criticized as self-help and wellness cult by experts such as Janjaya Lalish. In 2023, the group was a subject of a document series, Desperately Seeking Soulmate, Escaping Twin Flame Universe, and Escaping Twin Flames. Jeff is from Lapeer, Michigan. Lapeer. Lapeer, Michigan. Lapeer. Words are hard today. Yeah. And Shalia was born in Canada. Words are hard. Oh, so, so, escaping in twin flames starts with a video of Jeff and with Shalia filming. Jeff is showing off their Porsche, which he says cost a hundred thousand dollars. He says, "By the way, I didn't make this great wealth by selling people." um videos on how to make great wealth i actually uh 
Most of the income comes from my wife and I teaching others how to have a beautiful, healthy, loving, romantic relationships. And it's just so much more than that. But it's a basic overview if this is the first time encountering our work. Well, if that's not the biggest amount of bullshit I've ever heard in a while, um, after watching, I watched both of them, but uh, after watching it, it's like the fucking opposite of that. Like, according to their website, Harmonious Twin Flames Union is a new conscious relationship and starts with oneself. You become your ultimate lover now. Most importantly, the way to have it is believing you deserve it. If you don't believe you deserve it, you can't possibly have a divine love. But you were created worthy of your twin flame, who is your ultimate lover. You were designed for no one else, and they were not designed for anyone else. Even if you believe you know your twin flame, they appear happy without you. I guarantee you they are not. It's just a facade because how could they possibly be happy? You can't be happy with, with someone you're not designed to be in love with. And this you must know deep in your heart because I know you feel it too. So I did not watch the Netflix one. However... I mean, I do believe that you do have to believe that you deserve good things in life. However, in saying that, all of this is just like, it's a charismatic person twisting words to make you think that, I don't know, it's like you you have to listen to me and you have to believe what I'm saying. First of all, those last three sentences are a giant red flag. Um, run away quickly because you can't be happy with someone you're not designed to be in love with. And you must know this deep in your heart because I know you can feel it too. I mean, everything that I saw on the prime one, it was like he was telling people what he wanted. And if they disagreed, oh, you are not going to disrespect me like that. I heard him say, I was like, God dang. So one of the members sisters actually calls the sheriff's office in, I don't know these County names. Lee lane. Lee lane in County, Michigan saying she wants to file a concern. She tells them her twin is in a high controlled group, which she considers to be a cult. And honestly, it checks off every single box that we've talked about with the Stephen Hassan's bite model for the cults. She says there are accusations of forced labor, sex trafficking, and she's interrupted and asked if they're there at their own will. She says, I'm not sure if it's course of control or if that counts as it being their own will. I don't think that it does, but from previous members, they didn't feel like they could say no. And that's where that charismatic, like, 
attitude comes in. Well, yeah, and like, he just like, someone will say, this is what I think I should do, or I'm happy, and he's like, no, you should do this, this is God's will, and you're wrong, and I'm telling you how you should be, and this will make you happy, and it was like, that's not how it works. Or in and in, in the prime one again, I didn't watch the Netflix one, but it was like you could see some of the interviews. They showed some of the uh like conversations that they were having with their members. And it was like the member you could tell did not want to necessarily be there or have the conversation. And then he would be like, Well, is that ma- is that making you happy? It's clearly not making you happy. And they're like, I guess. And they're like, see, if you do what I tell you to do, then that'll make you happy. Am I right? And they're just like, yeah. Like, you could just tell. Ugh, I don't like it. I mean, they were just beat down and they were just saying what they he wanted them to say so he'd shut the fuck up. Gosh. <laughs> so, you get all this abuse for... $2,200 with a monthly $222. But they guarantee if someone completes the course, they will be in a harmonious union. One of the former members said they had about 38,000 members all over the US and the world. Um, but from what I had, I was listening to someone on YouTube talking about it. They said there was like 38 couples that they had. That's it? Out of that like, many people? Of... Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm not sure I didn't fact check that, yeah. but that's what I was listening to while you were finishing the other but one. But still, you would think, I was like, you would think with that many members, there would be more couples. Yeah. And when he was forcing people together. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we'll get more into that. Um, and then, so, and then they have this mirror exercise, which is basically, if you are mad at me, like, I would be like, why am I mad at myself? Like, why did, why did, so B stop talking to me? Why did I stop talking to me? What did I do? So by calling that the mirror exercise, I feel like... I mean, you can't do that in every situation. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And talk about causing trauma. Like, you're you're purposely inflicting inward trauma and things that don't necessarily need to be internalized in that kind of way. Don't worry, because um, they also try to fix your trauma. <laughs> oh, that's right. And and they have absolutely no qualifications. Um, to actually help anyone with trauma. Sounds about right. So sounds about cult. So Jeff actually went to business school and he moved to Hawaii. He changes his name originally to Ender. Ionithos. I knew I was going to butcher that one. So I just thought if I stared at the word long enough, you'd say it. Thank you. So he says that uh, someone told him he should start a cult and do the free punch at their jungle compound. First of all, that's like not even funny. That's obviously a reference to Jonestown. 
Um, murder's not funny. Cult murder is not funny. Children dying because of murder, cult murder, is not funny. Um, so this man who has a business degree meets uh, Shalia over the internet and her original name was Megan. She also had changed her name. So uh, Ryan and I had a conversation on if we should use their real names or not. But we we feel very strongly about not using a trans person's um, name that they no longer identify with. However, this is not that type of case. And we don't believe that we should protect these cult leaders from any of that type of situation. We, again, are not going to protect cult leaders. Um, and we're not going to dead name people who are trans. We are not going to use their birth names, whatever names they're going by at the time of the documentary is what we're going to go with. Um, anyway, so Jeff just continues to try to become a millionaire and it's almost like he's pulling from other things. Of course, business people, they know how to word things, hence why they're in business, but it's almost like he pulls from the televangelist and then starts saying that he can cure cancer, headaches, all kinds of ailments for a price. Yeah, that's not right from the televangelist playbook. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, so in the group, he starts telling people, because often in cults, they try to get you away from your family. And so he starts telling people that a, their soul, soul family is their real family. And so only the people in their group are their real family. I don't like this. So one of the members, Keely, uh, who is a former member and was given the title CEO, but she said she wasn't actually the CEO. She was given the title. Um, brought her sister Marley into the group, and um, Marley said they had a difficult childhood. Um, she seemed, I'm not sure how much younger, but seemed several years younger, at least a few. Um, so Marley joined the group for healing and not for like the twin flame part. Um, and so Basically, she felt pressured into a relationship with an older man with a mental illness and a criminal record. So basically, uh, some, some guy messaged her on Facebook who was also in the Facebook group. And she was like, he looked creepy. And then Jeff's saying, this is your twin flame. Like, this is it. And so she felt pressured into it. And then in some of, some of the videos, she was saying that he couldn't come out because he was falsely accused because he had his friends drug paraphernalia on him because, yeah, that sounds true. 
bought it for a friend, I and, swear, Mom. Yeah. So that was not... So then he convinced her to move, I believe it's, I believe it was Colorado. He convinced her to move out there with him, right? So, yeah. So she's 19, maybe 20. I'm not sure. She's just starting life. She's 19 or 20. Yeah, when she moved, I think she was 19 when she moved out there and he was like 30. So he's like 11 years older. Um, had a mental illness and uh, one time went to jail for chasing her and and uh, Jeff made it her fault. Why did she do that? And like also made it like, oh yeah, well, if you you can fix him, which you cannot fix a mental you cannot fix someone's mental illness. Especially if they don't that is not how it works. Just like you cannot fix a drug well, you still addict. Can't no fix someone's mental illness. But it I it kind of sounds like this person was not seeking assistance with it to begin with. So yeah, but he had a schizoaffective disorder, which is bipolar and schizophrenia. So you can't just fix that and like had to do the mirror exercise and like she had to do the mirror exercise on why she chased herself <laughs> why she I'm couldn't sure I said that exactly but yeah basically but he was like yeah like things are good until they try to do weird stuff like what is what, what is that's that what Jeff mean? said and I was like I don't know but they have like several videos of like conversations and like that was one of them i need to know what he is and, cl classifying as being weird stuff because it sounds to me like he's the one who's making weird stuff yeah i i don't know but then so then marley goes out there lives with him it's going terribly and she's feeling like she has to pretend like it's going well and they're like you need to post on facebook and shit and yeah um yeah so uh yeah it's just fucked up also um so keely and um uh marley were really close and uh they told them that they needed to not be as close that they needed that keely needed to give marley space so she could be happy and with her like well with herself and with her twin flame um and at the end of the documentary um both keely and then marley were out but um uh, marley would no longer speak to her sister what yeah That's i don't know i'd feel like if you got me in a call. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, no disagreement there, but I don't know. I, I uh, felt two ways about that. I feel like I can understand that aspect of it, but at the same time, like you thought you were doing something good. Y'all are both out now and see the, the horribleness of it. I, I don't know. I disagree, but. I mean, I see your point, but also someone causing your trauma, I feel like you want space from them. Oh, that is valid. I didn't think about it from the trauma aspect of it. 
because it was very hard for her to talk about. I believe the guy's name is Josh. It was very hard for her to talk about that situation because it was so traumatizing. Wow. And had Keely not gotten her into that, none of that would have happened. And like, and she agreed to like separate and just so. So basically, she, Keely had met this guy and she had moved back to wherever she was from. Like, he didn't want to be in a relationship or whatever. And then, so basically, Jeff saw a picture of her with this guy when they weren't like dating, dating before or whatever, you know? But he was like, that's your twin flame. So you should move back there to be with him. So she moves back there, and well, first she told him all about this stuff, and he agreed. So then they're dating for like two months, and they get married or engaged. I don't know how soon after, but they felt like kind of pressured from Jeff and stuff. But yeah, so so basically, Jeff tells. Um, What's his name again? Uh, Colby, basically, that I don't, I feel like it's kind of an evangelical thing going on because basically women are men's property and they have to have sex with them whenever they want. So that, and so he tells the guys, like, hey, you're gonna have sex whenever you want, and tells this very like traumatizing story of where he takes Shalia. And she's like, I don't, I don't want to, you know. And he was like, he throws her on the bed. He's like telling the story, and he's like, yeah. And then we started making out, and it was great. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and he's telling that story like, ha ha ha. Like it's funny. Like it's a big fucking joke. Yeah, like, see, it the, it worked out. Like, you sexually assaulted your wife, but okay, yes, let's tell everyone that. And ha-ha. So, yeah. members were told that even a restraining order against them were not r- real. Um, he would tell his followers to essentially stalk who they believe their twin flame was whether it was online via text message phone calls in person even he really went to extremes to push that person to do what he wanted for them to have their twin flames um go after them no matter what if they're your twin flame doesn't matter the cost um also in the twin flames they also have coaches so it's not just jeff and shaylia they also have people who are their coaches it's almost like an mlm in my opinion there's yeah i was about to say that it's definitely an mlm for sure because like Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. So they would have coaches that would also encourage this type of behavior. So they encouraged a person named L to message and call her ex who had the restraining order against her. 
she straight up went to jail. Um, she only knew her exes and her mom's numbers. She had to cut off her mom completely because they had told her her mom was demonic and evil. Elle tells Jeff that she's scared he's trying to hurt her, clearly because he is. And all he could say was, how could I hurt you? I also saw on the prime one that cops had rolled up at their house at one point and the cops were like, Hey, we need to talk to you about the situation. And they're like, we hear, Oh my God. Yeah. They, we hear that, you know, you're telling people to go out and basically do your building, your bidding. And I'm, I'm ad living here. And he's like, but how can I make somebody do something? Yeah. He's like, sir. And then I saw another one, like, how could I be in an occult on the internet? Jeebus. That's new age like, cult. How could I, mean, I have a cult on the internet? That's new age cult. But yeah, he was like, how would I make people do something? Yeah, honestly. That's and then the cop's like, well, we take this seriously because of things like Jonestown. Right. And he was like, good luck with your investigation at the end but yeah so that one person that out um she was he was like she says that she was out at the club it was almost her birthday she was out at the club celebrating well her ex showed up at the club thinking that she was stalking him and so jeff's like yeah so you were stalking him and she's like no and he's like no are you sure and she was like yeah, I'm sure. She spent, I believe it was, I don't remember if it was a month or three months in jail. Gosh. And then she finally called her mom after this. And so she went to live with her parents. And she was like, my parents were probably like, what the fuck? Why are you still in, why are in your room, um, like, doing cult shit? Because, like, she had a good job. She, I think she was, like, some kind of, like, scientist or something. And yeah, so it it was super like I I don't know, I just can't understand how people can do that shit. Well it's like so fun. There was another person who was like, I can't afford all of these classes and all of the dues and all of the things, right? And they basically told her, uh, God will provide for you. Mm-hmm. So she, yeah, was one was like, one was like, think one of the coaches told him how to, to sign up for, told someone how to sign up oh, for same person uh, credit card. Okay, and she was like, thank God, she's eighteen or nineteen. She's like, thank God they, she was not. Uh, yeah, someone said they spent twenty thousand dollars. Isn't that insane? Ah, there was like a quote and it was like, how much is too much? Like a million dollars? Like, holy fuck, yeah, a million dollars is too much. If you want to throw away a million dollars, I will make sure you have got my PayPal information. Just throwing it out there. No, no, she will not. (laughs) She will not be stealing your money. Not be stealing your money. But that's insane because if... If you think about it, these people are really doing it, thinking that they're doing it because they're going to have their 
twin flame, their soulmate, or they think that they're doing it because God said to do it through these people, through this person who believes he's, uh, what, second coming Christ or something? This seems like a good place to stop today. We'll continue talking about Twin Flames Universe next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We have a list of resources and hotlines for some of the topics we touch upon in our podcast, including mental health and including resources for cults. I believe we've got a category for cults as well. Um, If you have any links that you would like to share with us, ones that you've used yourself or just ones that you know of, let us know so we can add it to our blog at finallyoutwithfriends.com. We are also needing people uh, to submit some pets or people. Um, We're just looking for stories of a person or a pet who has made your day. So on episodes like today, we can at least leave it on a happier, uplifting brighter brighter moment yeah um we we would appreciate if you would subscribe rate and review our show on your preferred listening platform to help get the show out to other people but as always no pressure here at finally out with friends we see you we hear you we love you take care of yourself go take a bubble bath if you need one drink your water and take your meds (laughs) 